are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday, day after the trade deadline for the Pelicans, and as I said in yesterday's show, it was pretty quiet. New Orleans really didn't do a whole lot. Lonzo Ball staying put. J.J. Reddick getting shipped out in a bit of a surprise, but a good good move for New Orleans. And then a couple of big things going on around the rest of the league. We'll touch on all of that and then preview the weekend because the weekend looks a little bit different all of a sudden for the Pelicans playing the Denver Nuggets tonight and then the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So let's just dive into the biggest thing here, which is Lonzo Ball not being traded, staying in New Orleans, no deal getting done for him, despite a whole ton of smoke around him throughout this time. I think on the surface, this is the right move. This is a young player. He'll be 24 right at the start of next season. That's improved every year he's been in the league. He shoots the three ball well enough. He plays defense above average to time points of being really good for stretches, not always. And he's just a, a useful player, at least right now. So to trade him when you have his bird rights, when he's a restricted free agent, and you can match any deal out there for him, if the price is right, I think would have been short-sighted to trade him for pennies on the dollar. We had heard Thomas Sadoransky in two second-round picks. No, I'd, I'd rather take the chance going into restricted free agency with Lonzo Ball that if you sign him for 20 to $21 million, it's worth not getting those two second round picks to at least have the opportunity to match a deal like that. If he gets 27 a max deal from the Knicks, then maybe not. But I also don't care too much about second round picks. So to roll the dice with Lonzo Ball is something that I actually am very okay with the Pelicans doing. If they get priced out and he walks, like it's fine. You don't have to, you'd like to get something for him, yes. But two second round picks isn't really going to do much for New Orleans whatsoever. And we'll touch on second round picks in a minute with JJ Redick here. So, on the surface of that, I, I think it's a fine move. If a godfather offer came in of first-round picks of good young players not named Lowry Markkinen, who I don't think is particularly great and would fit well here in New Orleans, despite some things looking like he would, I think Lonzo Ball is a better player, so I'm not inclined to move him for worse players, to the point where Lonzo Ball could be really good. He could. He's been improving. As much as I've been critical of him at times, and I have, it's a useful player. I think that's a good kind of guy to have right now on this team, even with his limitations. So all that said, I like that the Pelicans stood pat and didn't get a deal done. And look, I do think they would have moved him if a good deal was out there, but I don't think there was. So it's not just they should have traded him, you know, unless you're comfortable getting two second round picks for him and that's it. And you just wanted him gone. Then you're upset about this. But otherwise... You can't be upset they didn't trade him to Chicago or to Philly or to the Miami Heat if those teams weren't making good offers that at least make you give up the rights to try and match him. You, and you know what? doesn't seem like those offers were out there. A couple years ago when Ryan Anderson was on the team, Dell Demps had a future first-round pick from the Toronto Raptors on the table and chose not to take it, hoping that Ryan Anderson would take a discount deal to stay in New Orleans. He didn't. He bolted for the Houston Rockets. That was a mistake to not make that trade for a future first-round pick. But if nothing like that was on the table, it's fine. It's totally fine. So I kind of like that they didn't let him go. There seems to be something, at least here at the core. 
Now, free agency and all that is a road we'll cross when we get to it, you know, which will be here before we know it in about 100 days or so. But on the surface, I like that they kept Lonzo Ball. The three-point shot has been pretty good on volume, even if he has games where it doesn't fall. You're seeing improvement from him every single year. The He's shooting 77% from the free throw line, even though he only gets there about a time per game. It's all improvement. It's all good. I want to see if maybe it grows into something next year for the correct price. So no big deal from him. Um, or no big trade from him, I should say. And it's kind of one of those things. There was so much smoke that I started feeling like I don't think there's actually a fire. Some of the biggest deals, there isn't a ton of like smoldering smoke behind him. Vucevic going to the Bulls, a deal I like, and we'll talk about that in a second here. Didn't really have any leaks with that, right? Like if you're about to trade a dude to a team, you're probably not necessarily leaking some of those offers. You want to keep that quiet because you also don't want someone to come in and try and snipe you in that trade. Being like, oh, we can beat that. Let me go in and get there. So when you actually are close to a deal and one you're happy with, you probably don't have some of that stuff leaked. Even Aaron Gordon going to the Denver Nuggets, which also ties into the third segment of today's show. You know, there was a link or two there, but it wasn't like smoldering fire until like basically he was traded. That's kind of how quick that one seemed to go, even though they clearly had discussions earlier. All those big deals you don't you don't hear a ton, a ton about until they actually happen because people want to keep that stuff quiet. So with Lonzo Ball, I wonder, with all the leaks, all of the rumors, there wasn't a whole lot there, I don't think. And I don't think any real strong offer ever really was on the table or even came close to materializing. But we'll see if something ends up leaking. But if there wasn't a good trade out there, cool with them keeping him, cool with running out the clock on these 30 games and then just kind of figuring out when it comes to restricted free agency. Because as of today, I don't think he's going to get a $27 million contract offer. He might get 24, but I could even talk myself into something like that. And you know what? Letting him walk at the expense of two second-round picks, not that big of a deal to me. So when I look at this, this was the right decision by New Orleans to keep Lonzo Ball for the rest of the season. So we'll get into the J.J. Redick trade here in just a second and some of the other deals around the league. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on free money you've already won a bet just by signing up that's all you have to do head to betonline.ag betonline your online sportsbook experts on the locked on today podcast breaking down the nba trade deadline get more of the sports news you need in less time with the locked on today podcast follow the locked on today podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts So while Lonzo Ball wasn't traded, the Pelicans did make a deal at the trade deadline sending J.J. Redick and Niccolo Melli to the Dallas Mavericks for James Johnson, Wesley Awundu, and cash considerations along with their 2021 second round pick. There's, I'm not going to do a full segment on this. There's just no need to do a full segment on this, right? Like we thought they were going to buy J.J. Redick out. So getting anything in return for J.J. Redick, pretty great. Niccolo Melli? Didn't didn't really do a whole lot during his time here in New Orleans and wasn't very good. So moving on from him, no big deal whatsoever. So just getting anything, including a second round pick. Again, not thrilled about second round picks, but it's better than buying J.J. Redick out. James Johnson, 
I don't think he's going to play a ton. He might get some spot minutes in the front court, but he's a veteran that has some attitude to him. I like that, but he's not going to be here next year. I wonder is a guy who's probably not going to even be in the league a whole lot longer, though he is under contract for next year at $1.4 million. Like That's just kind of what this deal is. You know, they they got rid of J.J. Redick. It doesn't change much about this team whatsoever. Cool to get something when you were going to get nothing. So instead, let's take a look at some of the deals that went down around the league, just kind of on a surface level, high level overview of some of the stuff. Love what the Chicago Bulls did. Going out and getting Vucevic from the Orlando Magic, a legit all-star, a guy that you pair alongside Zach Levine is a great deal. Those second, those first round picks they gave up for him aren't going to be great first round picks now because the Bills are likely going to be a playoff team going forward. And you gave up Wendell Carter and he's not all that good. So great trade for the Chicago Bulls. The Zach Levine Vucevic pairing is going to be so much fun. They're just going to space the court even more for Zach Levine. Uh, Chicago's going to be really, really fun to watch. They also got Daniel Tice from the Boston Celtics, who was just needed to give up on him because they needed to duck under the luxury tax after swinging a trade for Evan Fournier, also from the Orlando Magic. And there was some fun on Twitter. His So Fournier's nickname is Never Google. Like literally, don't type in the word Fournier and then Google it. And there were all these jokes flying on Twitter Um you, you guys want, I'll spoil it for you so you don't actually. There's a type of gangrene called like Fournier's gangrene. So when you type in Fournier, it doesn't come up with the basketball player. It shows pictures of like feet rotting off. It's pretty gross. Don't go and do it. And then immediately after he gets traded, he tweets out, hey, all of you Boston fans, learn more about me by Googling me. And it was just a great like self-aware joke that was pretty damn funny to me. They also, from the Orlando Magic, traded away Aaron Gordon. In a bit of a surprise, not that much of a surprise to the Denver Nuggets. You know what? If you're Denver, you didn't give up a ton to get him. I thought that was a decent enough return for the Orlando Magic. It's basically two first-round picks. It was a first-round pick and then R.J. Hampton, who the Pels could have had with that pick, but I'm not very high on. So it's two first-round picks for Aaron Gordon. It's a good, good enough return. And for the Denver Nuggets, who have serious championship aspirations, and this window is going to be only open for another year or two or so, Kind of pushing all of their chips in. I like it. It's a move that I thought Portland should have made, but Denver beat them to it, I guess. And I like it. And as we'll we'll talk about in the next segment here for the games this weekend, might help and benefit New Orleans in a little bit of a way. Uh, kind of surprised that Kyle Lowry wasn't moved. You really could have seen the Philadelphia 76ers needing a guy like him to make a difference in the arms race that is the Eastern Conference at the top with them in the, in the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Thought they really needed to make a move. The Miami Heat could have used a guy like that. And they got a guy like that in Victor Oladipo. And basically getting Victor Oladipo from the Houston Rockets for absolutely nothing. Looking at that James Harden trade is absolutely atrocious for the Rockets and the return they got. For a guy who is an MVP, former MVP, maybe one of the best scorers we've ever seen in NBA history. They got absolutely nothing in return for him. Rockets traded away James Harden have gotten now Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, Dante Exum, Rodion Kruzitz, and a bunch of late first round picks and pick swaps. This isn't like the Drew Holiday trade where you know you're going to get not good first round picks and a bunch of swaps and kind of expect that. For James Harden, you want like a blue chip young player. Didn't get him in that, didn't get it in that deal. You don't get a high draft pick out of it at all. And this is, if you're a Houston Rockets fan, unbelievably disappointing. Like the, the Victor Oladipo trade, 
I get that his market wasn't there because he's going to be an unrestricted free agent and it sounds like he wants to go to Miami or the New York Knicks and was going to sign with one of those two teams, let's say. But woof, to not get really anything. And they they gave him up for nothing. That's what it was. They got a better return for P.J. Tucker than they did Victor Oladipo. Uh, that one's kind of kind of rough. I, I really do think that if you're a Houston Rockets fan. But you know what? They're not going to be good anytime soon, I don't think. And that's exactly what you want to see if you're New Orleans, even though it's probably going to mean that when they lose to that team on the off chance and on the occasions that it happens, it's going to look even worse. So it wasn't the most most explosive trade deadline, I think, that we could have seen. There wasn't a ton, a ton of movement. No Bradley Beal trade or anything like that. No Kyle Lowry trade, which, again, a little weird given the situation that the Toronto Raptors are in. But does still kind of change the league a little bit. Chicago really making moves in the Eastern Conference. Denver Nuggets kind of going all in to really maximize the window that they're in right now. Not a lot of fault for for teams and deals out there other than maybe the Orlando Magic who probably didn't get as much of a return as they should have for a guy like Vucevic or Aaron Gordon. But overall probably did the best they could given that they were going to try and move these guys at the last minute and kind of seemingly decided that, yeah, this was going to happen for sure within the past week. And New Orleans not really making a splash and getting whatever they could in return for J.J. Redick. Just kind of smart business all around for a lot of teams. So it's a game day for your New Orleans Pelicans. They take on the Denver Nuggets tonight in the Smoothie King Center. But before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high in fiber, delicious tasting protein bar covered in 100% real chocolate on every single one of their bars. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. The today's matchup is coconut brownie chunk versus caramel brownie. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Coconut Brownie Chunk is probably the best tasting bar they have. It's one of those puff bars. It's light. It's airy. It's just it, you really have no idea you're eating something good for you. It beats most candy bars that you're going to eat. Caramel Brownie's good. I've ordered that one before. But Coconut Brownie Chunk is really something special, and that's probably my pick to win this whole thing. So there you go. If you want to vote on this matchup, go to BuiltBar.com or follow them on Twitter at Bar underscore Built. And remember, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order over at BuiltBar.com. They have two flavors, by the way. There is Raspberry Cheesecake, which I just tried. Really, really good. It's limited time only. They also have birthday cake, which is covered in sprinkles. And that is also worth giving a try. If you want some of the special flavors that are limited time only, use that promo code. Order those before they're gone because they don't bring those back all of that often. They're really, really worth trying. Even if you just want like a healthy, sweet, delicious, like treat snack kind of thing, even if you're not looking for a protein bar, they kind of fit that too. So use that promo code LOCK15 over at BuiltBar.com. All right, the NBA trade deadline is over, which means we now focus on the NBA draft. You can get more draft analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. So it's a game day as your Pelicans take on the Denver Nuggets here in the Smoothie King Center. Guess what? This one's going to be a bit of a weird one. I don't know if the Orlando Magic are going to have Aaron Gordon playing in this game, the guy they just traded for from the Orlando Magic. 
They are going to probably be without Gary Harris in this and rookie R.J. Hampton. R.J. Hampton wasn't really a big part of their rotation anyway, but Gary Harris leaving takes them a man down to some degree, which probably helps a little bit. Um, the Pelicans. So takes a guy who's averaging 10 points per game and shooting 30. Oh, he's not shooting good from three. Never mind. It probably doesn't matter for the Denver Nuggets. There's a reason they moved him. But at least you're not going to end up facing most likely the new look Denver Nuggets with Aaron Gordon in there. And they're a man down, so they switch up the rotation just a little bit. Probably good for the Pelicans since this game is the first night of a back-to-back. They just played recently in Denver with New Orleans getting a bit of a surprise win there. You know, defense and not turning the ball over is a good way to go and win a game with Point Zion and Brandon Ingram and the rest of the crew. Probably can do it again. Like you can. We've seen some glimpses of New Orleans looking good over this three and two stretch. You know, this is the six of those eight brutal games that they've had. If they can carry some of this top form up and they should be a little bit well rested, I think, for this one, not having played since Sunday. In an early matinee game at that, you have a chance to really go out and grab a win, I think. And if they're capable of doing that, good for New Orleans and maybe trying to claw their way back into the talk of that playing tournament, being two and a half games back of that one. So go out, try and win this game. That's pretty cool. And then in the Saturday game, the Dallas Mavericks come to town. They're riding a three game. Uh, this will be the Second night of a back-to-back for them as well. They're playing on Friday um, at Indiana. Sorry, at home versus Indiana. There, I don't know if they'll see J.J. Redick in this one. Obviously, they won't have the guys they've traded to New Orleans. But again, not a real big thing for them. You know, this is a tough matchup. Luka Doncic presents plenty of trouble for the Pelicans in their defense. Porzingis lit him up last time. If you can somehow limit him, I think they could win this game. But the defense has been improving, limiting Porzingis, running him off the three-point line, forcing him to take long mid-rangers. That's probably kind of the key to this one to some degree. And if you can force some turnovers in there, even though that's really not what the Dallas Mavericks are known for to get some easy offense, you can at least keep this one close. I don't know if the Dallas Mavericks... Um, are going to be able to stop New Orleans. Their defense hasn't been bad. It's more about New Orleans trying to stop the offense of the Dallas Mavericks. If you can limit Luka or at least force him into inefficient shots, you should have a chance. You just don't let Porzingis go off. But of the two games I'm looking at, this is going to be the tougher one, particularly if Friday's game is kind of close. Tonight's game is pretty close because then you might have a tired Pelicans team, but they're rested going into the stretch and they have a chance to really show us something. And again, you showed us where you were mentally. Sorry, they didn't play on Sunday. They played on Tuesday. Um, It was the last game, but you're still kind of well rested from that because you trounced the Lakers, got an easy win and kind of cruised and rested guys. Zion didn't even play 30 minutes in that game. So you should be okay going into this set. You didn't fall into the trap game. That was the Lakers game. Maybe this team's a little bit better mentally. Had a practice or two in there as well. We're not sure if Lonzo Ball is playing in this game. Though if he does or either of these games, it'd be a big deal. So we'll see if we get a word from him. It should probably be a game time decision if I had to guess. So we'll see about the Pelicans where they stand after this weekend. These are some big games coming up. This stretch is still really important. For them standing pat, thinking they can probably make a run at the 10th seed. We'll see if they're able to do it. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans, this week of trade edition of Locked on Pelicans. Hope you all enjoyed it. No real big moves for New Orleans, so we'll eventually get into the talk about 
Lonzo Ball and his restricted free agency because that's the next real big decision looming for your New Orleans Pelicans. Enjoy the games over the weekend. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all on Monday.